tonight. Michael Leone joins us to draft a best ball team on FFPC. Will he have the alpha plays for us? Will he have the olds for us? Only time will tell. It's ship chasing time. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is what? This is what? I'm hot. Anita job. Fix your sight. Jamar. <laughs> Alpha play, Chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Canary's Tony? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. <laughs> GM, everyone. Uh, my co-hosts, our guests, are all prima donnas who apparently don't have to show up. When the show's starting, I told these guys, I said, look, the draft starts at 9.15. The FFPC was very nice. They were able to schedule one of their normal 10.30 slots for us at 9.15 for this stream's purposes. I said, we're going to start the stream at 9.10. You know, last week it was a little chaotic. And yet no one listens to me. They just show up whenever the hell they want. What's up, man? Uh, I've had the worst technical difficulties today. Uh, I mean, if if anyone wants to see how bad it got, you can check out uh, Spike Week. I was on with uh, Bind4 on the Best Ball Bros. And my camera, I literally look like I was a a corpse that had been animated. Like pure zombie gray skin. It was was insane. And I, I actually got my camera to work again, so... Would, do you have? Uh, is it Spectrum Internet out there? No, it's my computer. It wasn't the internet. It was the, the driver for this. Uh, I don't know why, but I have this like webcam, and the driver just like wasn't on my computer anymore. And then, so I then had to install a new driver, but it's clearly like a super outdated one. <laughs> it was like barely getting this thing to work. So it was like really grainy, and like the the color was way off. So I. I reinstalled the correct one, but like to get it to work, I had to restart my computer and there's a whole thing. So that's why I'm like, is this big peacock it walking you through this? Or are you doing this on your own? This is my personal laptop. I do. I do have a computer from big peacock, but you know, these, uh, this, these corporate computers, they don't want you to download anything. And, and so I really don't use it very often. So this is, this is a Mac. I will say you you should invest in a PC. It was last year in March. I was starting to have all those lag issues. Um, I wanted to blame it on my internet. I wanted to blame it on StreamYard. It ultimately ended up being my machine. My old desktop Mac was just too slow to handle everything. And then I switched over to the PC, more memory, more power. And uh, and then the, the problems were gone. I think that's it. The Mac is like very, I've got like this, you know, the touchpad, the little, swipe pad thing you know it's like you can do all the little this is the thing nice. i mean uh you guys become a ship chasing vip member <laughs> and uh we can use some proceeds to to buy fat a new thing look at that what is this what is this Grudge kids in the wow. hopper. this is what i get when i pull him up here he did say he was a game time call for tonight so this is quite quite a way to no show yeah <laughs> um we'll see here and who knows i haven't checked our group chat is do we know what leone's doing I don't know. Look at this. Leone just, I mean, I read the Leone's writer. You know, he wanted green M&Ms, only players over the age of 30, and he wasn't showing up until 9 
15 on the dot. Like Let's a total go. I'm on time. <laughs> Usually I show up like five minutes early to your guys' stuff, and I'm the only one in the room. Yeah. Well, this this draft we try to show up five minutes early, and Pete was the only one in the room. <laughs> I, oh, I just, I just shit, started that's right. We went live five minutes early, so I'm not on time. <laughs> no, this is the thing. The chat gets absolutely ruthless if I even start this stream like a second late. I said it was going to start at 9.10, and I was like, these guys will eat me alive if I don't go live. <laughs> My bad. They, well, we you know you've, like you know you've cultivated a good audience when you're – petrified of them that, no, this is like <laughs> I, I had this talk with with lauren because she like will reflexively respond to messages right away like work message i was like you need to have a buffer so people aren't conditioned to think they can yeah. automatically get a response from you in the see i put myself in the same thing with our viewers because i'm pretty prompt with my streams and so if i'm just 30 seconds late they're like oh this fucking guy i was like you don't know how <laughs> have it <laughs> I was like that with my with my non fantasy. Just like if, at a certain point, uh, this email's getting answered tomorrow. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not answering this now. I'm so um, bad at that. In Slack, I'll get a message. I'll be like, I'm gonna uh, do that tomorrow. And then five minutes later, I'm like, All right, I'll just answer it now. <laughs> I need like a I'm much worse worse with it now. Yeah. For like Discord DMs and Twitter DMs, where it's just like. If I open it but don't respond to it, then I'm never getting back to it, most likely. Yes, like, I need yes. it like oh, prompted yeah. like a couple days later. The mood, yeah, I that just would be great. Too much, which is entirely my own creation and problem. <laughs> well, I've I've been reading your new Substack, or uh, is it a Substack or is it a different newsletter? It's a Substack. Maybe? Okay, Substack. Um, yeah. So when when you don't respond to me, I just assume you're just in hyper focused work. No, I, I do like what I say I should do about 5% of the time. <laughs> but, but putting it out there makes me feel like maybe I'll get that up to 8%. With the oh, my goodness. Um, Gretch, how you doing, buddy? What's up? How are you doing? I'm excited. The 112, this is where we were, uh, you know, uh, last year. The The road to the, the repeat starts today, right? Yeah. The... Uh... The Discord had started to get very suspicious with me because Dubner's been tracking all of my 101 and 102 exposure for on-stream drafts, and it is truly <laughs> an unsustainable conspiracy theory-laden clip. So I was kind of like very relieved to get 112 tonight. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. It would have been yeah, nice for us to get 101. Be a part of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't you do that on your your time? Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, so we do have the, we do have the 112, uh, Leonie, how many of these, uh, FFPC 125s have you done? I've only done one so far. I've, uh, I'm getting dinked to do a shitload as so I've been answering a lot of his questions as he's been drafting them. Oh, are you responsible for that? He's like, he's yeah. literally registered for like every single one for like a yeah. month. Well, he's like, he's, he's like, oh, I think I want to max the puppy. And I'm like, dude, like, I mean, you could, but it's much better roi on your time if you just hit this this ffpc hard so he took that to heart <laughs> what is dink's deal like he was trying to negotiate dynasty trades with him and i basically just blew him off completely like how does he have time for all this i guess nba he's, is he's dude just... he's like in his um yeah nba's in the finals so they don't do that much right now he's got a bunch of traveling coming up so he's kind of like got this window where 
you know, you know, his girlfriend works a lot. This is like he just does. This is our playoff contest time. This is like he's got the, all this time yeah. freed up for him, and so he's like, I'm pouring it into something, and he's pouring it into <laughs> FFPC and Dynasty trades. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to see the team that I did draft. See how gross it is. How much you guys would hate it. Um... <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Oh yeah, Leone grosses us out before we even make a pick. Actually, this team looks like one you guys might approve of. There are some early running backs, but you might approve of this one. But one of them Saquon, and one of them's McCaffrey. I had a, uh, <laughs> a conversation with Bimefor today on his uh, his best ball bros thing, and we were, I was I was talking about a gross strategy, like an intentionally gross strategy, where you in the puppy because it's all a bunch of sickos in there. I've taken like Derrick Henry or like, you know, Leonard Fournette or whatever. It's a, is like a gross anchor. And then I build around, I build around someone I would never otherwise build around like a, yeah. As a way to differentiate. Oh yeah. Like we're set. We're definitely getting set up to take a gross running back here. Well, yeah. I don't want to do it here. This isn't, this, these aren't wide receiver sickos. I don't want to draft a gross running back in this draft. No, the, it is. This is like 90% wide receiver sickos in this draft. God damn it. That's I've talked about this. Those drafts are hard because like let's say you take the running back now, the sickos just don't stop. So then like at a certain point you have to stop drafting running backs even if the value is good and it's this weird thing where you you almost can't be fully contrarian against the room. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I assume in most of these drafts, what, one of Adams or Diggs is going to be available for you at the, the 12? Yeah, yeah. And instead, we're looking at Najee. We'll look Dallas at CD, right? With CD, yeah. What about Pitts? Um, yeah, I like Pitts a lot here. I, I've, I, think uh, definitely you need a, I think we definitely need a wide receiver. Um, I'm, a, I'm afraid to even mention that I have Waller ahead of Pitts. Um, but I like CD. If we were, I mean, CD's the obvious wide receiver, right? Is that there is anyone so that's gross. even? How, <laughs> <did> you, <laughs> how can you justify that? <laughs> oh my Dude, God. that offense is going to throw the ball a shit ton and like be actually kind of good. Atlanta's going to be so bad. Yeah, that's why they're going to have to throw it constantly. They're still going to throw less than Las Vegas. I bet. A well, that that's fair, but the target competition could be could be abysmal for Pitts. He could feast. Um, Feast. I would I would book Pitts first first Waller. I'd feel pretty good about okay, that. Let's book it. Okay. Um, so who are we taking? Booked. I already oh, who cares Paris. about that? Delvin Cook. No. I think we, we take Najee or Pitts. I don't want Najee. I don't want any of those running backs. But we can take any of them. It's fine. I don't care. Who I would take Swift. Leone? I would take Swift as a running back. Who's the next receiver? I, Na- I would Najee. Debo I would take. Would be the next receiver. Debo. I'd, Pitts is fine. Pitts is fine. I mean, I would take I'd take Dalvin here, but Pitts is fine. Let's let. Yeah, we can get Dalvin. But like, if you guys like Najee better, I I think Najee and Dalvin are pretty. No, close. I don't think any of us like Najee better. Oh, okay, Pat said Najee and didn't say Dalvin. So I'm gonna. Fine. I want I want Leon to be Dalvin. able to get his alpha play stamp yeah. on this draft, and then if the wide receiver avalanche happens and we get boxed out, then we could just bitch at him. It's really Pitts goes game. next. We blew it, guys. We could have had him. <laughs> I, I mean, Pitts was, yeah, Pitts is fine. The thing on Pitts, um, and we just, Sean and I on, on uh, 
Steel and Banana started doing some position by position stuff recently. We were just recording our tight end one. It's not going to release till next week, but uh, I kind of fell in love with Pitts on that pot. So spoiler alert. But Pitts, he's a going. He's he's a wide res- like a second year wide receiver that we'd want to target in the second round. He had a thousand yard season. He had a strong targets per out run. He was efficient. He had a strong A dot, but he also was a tight end. Like you also he's get DK the tight Metcalf. End he's DK Metcalf with tight end eligibility. Right. It's I mean, that's nuts. a great way of putting it. Like, he's – I would want to draft him over Waddle if he was a wide receiver, I think. I mean, it'd be close with Waddle, like, as the next best rookie or second-year receiver after Chase, which is a group we want to bet on. It's funny you guys just booked a bet on it because I can see where Waller would maybe win that, like, 60% of the time. It's a very – it's a classic Leone bet where he's probably going to win. It is. Yeah, that's time. true. It's straight points. Leone's probably could, got could, some there, – you could progressive bet it, dude. We could yeah. bet a, a dollar That's what per we point did last score. year on DJ Moore and Amari Cooper. Yeah, which is the same bet. I feel like if you want to, okay. but but if you want to progressive bet it, then you get then you get the upside there. If you think that I'm beating you on median, do a dollar per point. <laughs> Look at Leon; he's all happy. <laughs> oh, I've got uh, my no, money really good. I feel I feel no, pretty no. good about this one. I think the target share competition stuff's overrated with Las Vegas. They're going to throw to three guys and only three guys, and they're going to throw a ton, and they're actually going to be good but they're gonna play against an amazing division that's gonna force them to throw even more and see unless they're completely changing the offense which maybe they will i mean they threw they had a deep threat as like a, a big part of that offense so uh, you know keely cole demarcus robinson or whatever they're gonna run a bunch of routes so Mike, yeah they'll run routes you think there's a huge inefficiency <laughs> right now on underdog then right because waller's going what 15 16 picks after i think I think so. And like, I mean, Devontae Adams could get hurt and then Waller's like, uh, you take them super early if you, I mean, yeah, I, I like, Wall. I'm, I'm in on, on Las Vegas. We, we did a lot. We just kind of redid our team stuff when we were looking at it. And I don't know. I, like I think they're going to be. It's a fun take. Is yeah, it, I think didn't it, I see Sean is calling Derek Carr this year's Matthew Stafford. I want to say that was a line in one of his articles. I remember. I mean, probably he's been in love with Derek Carr for like three years. I don't understand it. I badger him about it all the time. Yeah, I don't... It's been really good. <laughs> I I was making fun of Carr too. Like he had that stretch to end last year and then start this year, and I was like brushing it off for so long. But I don't know what was I. So but he's is... in the fact that he's been he's been efficient. He's he's not like some incredible talent. Like he's already playing efficiently, and they're already. Last year they passed a decent amount. Like they, I, you know, and now I've like forgotten the dude's name. Who was their interim coach? I thought he did a fine job. It wasn't like uh, a disastrous offense that's being saved by Josh McDaniels. So like, it makes it a little bit hard for me to get excited about him because I don't think we're starting from. You know, it's not like McDaniels is taking over the Bears or something. Yeah. No. I and like I actually have them throwing basically the same as last year okay not more yeah. i think there's an upside case beyond that um just given the way it shakes out I, you can see so many shooters like you can tell yourself a narrative beyond that but as a base i haven't thrown as much as last year i i think atlanta is going to be like putrid to the point where it's not you know that good for anyone um this is awesome like Pitts Pitts is awesome. Like like uh, I mean one two turn I would tight end premium. I prefer Waller, but I mean what Ben said. I mean there's like just pure purely on talent. Like Pitts is a good pick. 
Plus, uh, I'm not I, sure Drake London's a great fit for for Mariota. So, like, I do wonder if he kind of emerges as the top option this year, Pitts. Like, truly. They ran 59 plays per game last year. And they threw, like, 62% of the time or something. They're, I don't know. They're just – and they're going to be worse this year. But their defense sucks. Their defense is bad. Like they're dude, Pat week one DFS. I was so pumped to have like an Atlanta Philly stack. And we were getting Mike Davis runs down 10 with six minutes left. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's totally fair. They're gonna have like a minus eight pass rate over expected. I, I'm with you there. They'll they'll try they'll try. They're not gonna embrace it. But, I mean, I feel like the Falcons are probably a hard team to project, right? I mean, ha- we haven't seen Mariota in a while. We we There's lots of, I feel like, inputs that are hard to nail with this team. Yeah, I guess I just assume Mariota is going to be bad. <laughs> Maybe that's not fair, but um, I think Matt Ryan's probably better than Mariota. This is a fun one from Sam. I agree Do we hear that. a TD versus Debo debate? Seems like one has proven he is way more talented than the other. Are we overthinking uh, the situation here? I think that's in- indicative of it being like the sec the second round is all of these receivers have some question marks, like including Lamb and Debo. It's like, yeah, I agree, Debo's super good, but you can't just ignore the, the Trey Lance edition and the fact that he doesn't want to be used as a running back anymore. It was like basically holding out until they drafted Terry Davis price. And it's, it seemed like that's why he then started following them on social again and all that. And he's like, Oh yeah, we're not going to like, he's going to be a pretty strict receiver this year is the way I'm reading that. And with a different quarterback, that's maybe not as well suited to that. It's still, you know, Debo still Debo, but I just don't think any of those guys are, I think you can pick your poison basically. Without yeah. warts is where I was going to go with that. I think they all have their warts. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling with CD. Oh, that's funny because I I really expected you guys to be like all in on CD on that pick. I, I think he's overpriced. I mean, if, if this wasn't a room where we were worried about the wide receivers, this is like a typical FFPC room, I think Pitts over CD. You mm-hmm. know? He, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like... uh, yeah, I feel like we've got super optimistic inputs on CD and I love it and I love the ceiling and we still have them kind of ranked behind ADP overall. Like positionally, we have them in line, but it just kind of there's like five wide receivers and then there's a little bit. And it's the same thing with Debo. I, I would I love agree. to just be hammering CD at the at the end of the second, but that's not that's not. Yeah. The other thing that makes it hard with CD is I agree that he's, he's probably a tad overpriced, but what event is going to push him down, you know, over the next few months? Like it's hard to Nothing. imagine him Nothing. getting yeah. cheaper. No, he's Nothing. probably, yeah. And I mean, that offense runs so many plays and Dak's really good. I mean, the, it could go really well. It's just, He's, he's honestly probably spot. like appropriately priced because you've got this yeah. this really high upside player. He hasn't proven it yet, but everything's in line where like they're going to let him prove it. 
if he's if he is what they drafted, we'll know this year, or you know. Uh, so that's probably worth like an early second round pick. But like you know, he goes right at the turn. I don't know. I think he's like just a little expensive. Where you have to think about it. Yeah, but he's definitely for me the guy, the receiver there. If you're saying like I have to take a receiver, I think it is him. Um, yeah, over Debo. I've been drafting Debo a little bit more an underdog because I've been getting him late too, and his efficiency just could continue to be so good. And it's, I know he feels like a full PPR guy, but we actually have him a decent bit better in half PPR with the potential rushing stuff and just how absurd his efficiency's been. How much of the Debo stuff for you is is like uncertainty about you know his status with the team and like if he was if he was totally cool with the team they they re-signed him they gave him a long extension he's totally happy to see enter the conversation with CD at that point or you just don't have I almost think he might be better if he went somewhere else so I think I don't think it would mm-hmm. boost him it wouldn't boost him for us just because he's a guy that potentially could earn, get way more targets somewhere else like they're going to be run heavy if they're using him as running back, I don't know. Like he's a, we have him as a low twenties target share guy when he could definitely be a 25 to 28% target share guy somewhere. So who could be 25, 28% Debo. Oh, Debo. CD too, but yeah, he's got to take a little bit of a step forward, but so we got a couple hyper fragile teams going here. I well, we'll see what they do. Well, we'll see how they do. Back. Yeah, they might I'll, not I'll be hyper fragile. Um, JT Aaron Jones, Fournette. I believe that. I think it's Sam. Is Sam in the one on one again? And then I believe Mudo is Iguanas there with the Eckler mix and Chubb start. So, oh man, AJ Brown last year pretty long. Um, yeah, where are you at on Brown? I think Brown should be in the mix with Lamb and. Debo surprise, but I do. Uh, I, 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 I love Philly so much, dude. I like, I'm not there with AJB, but I could see it because I really like Philly. But as what do we got like DJ Moore coming up? Is he yep. in the mix here? Yeah. So coming up, uh, James Connor, Brees Hall, Pittman, Akers, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. Yeah, I was I was avoiding saying the name. Just I realized as soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh, I, this this is like my yeah, first stream in a while." Want you just want to take a yeah. Ball. You're like hoping to get more of these running backs, Leone. This is gross. I'm so glad we took CD. I kind of like DK Metcalf. Disgusting. You like DK over Deontay Johnson? I would. I would Deontay just gone. Run. He went, but I would take. Oh, Deontay just. Went. I've got Metcalf. Buried. I I don't like Metcalf at all. I, I mean, Connor here is like we probably should do it. Connor and Pittman. I'm good with that. What, do, what about Mike Williams? Or Mike Williams would be the other wide receiver. Gross. Pat, could, Pat I mean, and Ben you... have vetoed that silently, so that's fine. No, I'm fine like with Mike that. Williams? Oh, okay. I like Mike Williams. I like Mike Williams. Um, all right, Connor I'm gonna do and Mike Big Williams Mike first, and then yeah, are we good with Connor as the other? How this room doesn't seem as wide receiver heavy as you guys pitched it. I don't know. Well, that felt pretty gross. 
just now. Yeah, that's true. Dude, there's just some bad pocket. The drafts are just harder. Like there's it, some bad pockets early this year. Mike Williams is going ahead of all those guys on underdog or at least DJ and Deontay. Yeah. Uh, you guys want, I'm cool with Connor. I do Connor I think, or Pittman. Yeah, I think Connor or Pittman, if we think we're going to get running back values later, would be fine too. Gretch, Pittman, or Connor? Like we can't do Hawkinson here, right? Let's, let's do Con. Let's let's break the tie in favor of FFPC being running back heavy. Definitely I know, not Hawkinson, I know this right? Room. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. I like All right. Schultz more than Hawkinson. All right. CD. Are you know, uh, I want to hear Ben's uh, Metcalf take because I'm like I didn't even have him in the ballpark there. I, I haven't done ranks or anything yet. I just thought he was one of the next available by ADP on FFPC. So I seemed to, I, th- I thought it, it seemed reasonable, but my, my take on him generally is that he's kind of a grown ass man. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Russ, you know, subtraction is a problem, but uh, if you look at his, uh, like, if you look at his, yards per out run as a function of, you know, I like to look at targets per out run and yards per target. He was a lot lower in yards per target last year, but his targets per out run were actually like took that forward. So like he already played without Russ a decent amount and already lost some of that efficiency that I think people are already are now kind of baking over baking in a little bit. And I also think that like he has obviously the physical profile to sort of get his regardless of the quarterback is, is sort of the idea. But if he's going to draw like 25% uh, targets on like 25% of routes, which he was close to, at a high dot, like he could just be a volume dude that, and then he's physically good enough to, you know, moss some people. Basically, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he, like it's, it's not good to not have Ross, who's a super accurate deep ball thrower. And now you have subpar quarterback play. Like that's a big drop off, but he already was like pouring yards per target last year and still had a decent year. Cause his ability to earn targets actually rose a little bit. I mean, what if he did drop off his targets dropped off pretty considerably with Gino though. I'm just concerned with we have Seattle running four more plays per game than last year and still dead last by a play per game. Right. And I just think it might be actually undervalued how important Russ was to this team because like they weren't that good. So I think it's like people I'm are totally kind with of, you on that. Totally with you on that. And I think they could just be such, I mean, that man, Atlanta, I guess, I think there's going to be a couple of teams that are just really, really bad this year. Um, so, Lee, so I'm a little worried. That, I don't know. When you have that tweet about the gap between Lockett and Metcalf, then do, do you think Lockett is appropriately priced and then Metcalf is just wildly mispriced? Or do you think he's a value? The former. I think Lockett is at a spot where he's fine. And I think Matt Caps, there's no way there should be 23 wide receiver spots apart, though. Like, I, agree, even, yeah. I definitely would take Metcalf over Lockett, but 23 wide receiver spots apart, like the difference between wide receiver 19 and wide too. receiver 42 is, I mean, yeah. that's, that's that's just they scored the like, same amount of points two years in a row. Like, that's the Leonie, stuff that I'm not as, as up on. Did you consider that DK's a beast and you can fuck a projection? I like to lean into uh, being a boomer do when I come on this show. Lockett had a had a career high in yards per hour run last year, and he had it was like nine targets a game when four games with Gino. Gino seemed to look for him. So, uh, 
I'm not like super bullish on Lockett, but I, I do agree the gap is is pretty wild. It's funny the narrative though is that Metcalf was much better with Gino because <laughs> he scored <laughs> touchdowns. He scored yeah. five touchdowns in four games. Yeah, that, that's but not going to happen. Again. I mean, yeah, that that's not going to happen at that rate all year. But that's that's his profile, right? Like, go back to like the free score research at, at Rotovis all those years and everything. Like, DK is going to be a high touchdown guy for most of his career. Yeah, he'll have a high touchdown rate for the team, but. This right. is a team that could throw their very few touchdowns. I mean, he was wide receiver 15 last year. I guess he played every game. So maybe in points per game, he was worse. Yeah, he was wide receiver 26. It's quite a bit worse. That's about where we're looking at taking him. My Again, my, my thing is, and he had a lot of TDs last year, but his efficiency was actually good his first two years. And then it was way down last year. And so in I yards know. per target. Yeah. No, no, I was, I, he, right. he had a 25% target per outrun. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Um, but what yeah, about uh, what about this hypothetical? Because I know this rumor is still lingering out there. Historical anomalies asked if Baker would change anything for these pass catchers. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Drew Locke and Geno Smith are way worse than Baker Mayfield, I think, especially from an upside standpoint. Like, there's a chance Baker's still pretty good. I don't know, maybe I'm him no, I agree with you. I mean, he was playing through a bunch of injuries last yeah. year. I think like the the Baker's dead NFL viewpoint is is like kind of weird. Like there was a real excitement about him. I just took him in the ship my ship chasing dynasty startup as my third QB. Guy's gonna start again at some point. I mean, oh yeah, it's good cheap cheap third quarterback. We almost had Mitch Trubisky starting for a team this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, Baker will get a shot. We we probably will get Geno Smith making starts. Baker's gonna start. Yeah, I mean, Baker to Atlanta's dead, but I'd feel better about him than Mariota, too, I think. Oh, oh, easily. Yeah. Although it would be fun if Mariota, like, goes full run, full uh, dual threat like he, like he flashed with the Raiders. Leone, yeah. I think you made great points on DK Metcalf. I guess part of why I even would look at him there is I was looking down the list, and it's like, this does get to be a pretty weak range of wide receiver. I mean, I... It's interesting, and we've talked about it on the show a lot. Where are you at with like the fourth, fifth round relative strength, like especially compared to last year? We were getting like T. Higgins in this range. He didn't even have a great year, and he's going higher now. It feels like a lot of these wide receivers have. I mean, Cortland Sutton is going here. He didn't have a great year. He's going, I think, higher than last year. It's like I feel like this area of drafts, this dead zone, is usually so wide receiver friendly. Definitely some question marks with some of these guys. No, hundred percent. It's. I felt like from the second we did ranks for this year that way, but sometimes when you do it early, you're not sure if, you know, you just don't aren't attached to players and that'll change over the off season, but it really hasn't. If anything, it's been solidified. There's, there's some very uncomfortable spots in drafts early. Whereas last year, the three, four turn, there was never an uncomfortable spot, right? At the three, four turn. I mean, Cooper cup, Lockett. More, uh, you know, DJ Woods, Moore. DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, but like, I mean, you could yeah. pick whichever one you like the most, but there, I mean, Mike Williams, I really like because I like this offense so much, and I think he's the big play guy. And we did see stretches where he was getting targeted as frequently as Keenan Allen, which, if he's anywhere close to targeted as frequently as Keenan Allen, he's probably gonna blow Allen out of the water. Um, 
but it's 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 an uncomfortable pick. Like there's like pretty legitimate yeah. downs. This Michael Pittman pick too. Like, right. I mean, that's an offense that's going to be super. I, I mean, Pittman's really good. Maybe I'm just too, but it's it's not the same as last year for sure. Um, Wait, what were you going to say about the offense? Because I I'm somewhat optimistic about the offense. They they were pretty pass heavy. They were they weren't like a shell of an offense on first and ten to start the year. They generally, I think, are a well-run offense. I, I think they're pretty smart coaches and everything. Uh, it feels to me like they like just packed it in last year with Carson Wentz. They're just like, this is this is not working in the passing game. We're just riding JT. Yeah, no, that's fair. They should be better this year, but their pass rate two years ago was basically the same as their pass rate last year. I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be run heavy. It's just a matter of how much and. The pace could be a lot better this year, but I don't know. Rivers like always runs at a faster pace, so I'm not sure. Their pace last year, they were, you know, they were this. I looked at like time left on the play clock in the first three mm-hmm. quarters and kind of like neutral situations. And Indy was the slowest paced team in the entire league. So, like, that's probably they did slow down, up. they slowed down over the course of the year, but which is yeah, I, I think that comes up. I think once is just such a disaster. Um, I think that comes up. I don't know. It's not, it's not horrible. It's just not great either. Yeah. I mean, like th- there's a comment here from Nez. I don't think there's a lot of target competition around Pittman. I think that's one of the, the chief arguments in his favor from people that aren't like in, in his camp. My thing is like when yeah. I'm taking a receiver in the fourth round, I want to tell myself he can be a top five receiver. I, I don't know. I'm with Leone. I don't know in this offense, if he can, I don't know in his profile if it, if they're like he was good last year, but I don't know that he was, you know, showed that type of ability. I think he's like, I I'd rather take him in the fifth or the sixth, where I feel like he's you know a, a stable pick that I think can beat ADP and those types of lo- you know logic. But I want to I want a guy that can blow up in this range, and I, I just, it's hard for me with him in that offense. I, I got I got a take on this. I want to, we should probably make our pick before I, I launch into it, but kind of disappointed. We didn't get Herbert here. That would have been fun. I know yeah. I was, yeah. I Herbert was going to fall to us there once he made it past the, uh, well, the Keenan team. Plus Lamar is still on the board. Like got to get that Herbert Eckler stack. <laughs> well, there goes Lamar. God damn it. <laughs> I guess he has Eckler. Yeah. I mean, and- do it, do it with Burrow, man. Get the Burrow mix in. The fuck with this? <laughs> Dude, people love Herbert this year, man. I can never get him on underdog. Yeah. He's so pricey. Yeah, I don't have much either. He's he's pretty expensive. God, I already um, I already know who fucking Leone's gonna try to talk us into. So I will say, just from a quarterback standpoint, I mean, there's no way Dak makes it back to us um after this run here if we do end up wanting to get some kind of stack. I was gonna advocate for Kyler, but we're not getting that. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's hard. I don't. I don't see the cues. It's hard for me to see. Like, what are what are our options, Pete? Burrow. Yeah, yeah. So I like Montgomery, Gabe Davis a lot here. Montgomery he, he's down Pete, the list, Gibson, but he won't come back. Jacobs, Cooks, Juju, Eli Mitchell, Bateman. Oh, that's who Pat's gonna doesn't want me. Yeah, to I'm, I'm petrified. You're gonna I, what if we took Juju. Gabriel Davis and Juju? Yeah, no, I have. I do have Juju as like the top guy left. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I like Gabriel Davis though. I, mean, I like that too. We, we, all right, all right we'll give him Juju. Great, you didn't want Juju, great. I mean, Juju has been so bad. 
And I, I get it. I get it. I also you know, like I mean, Patrick like Mahomes. Hurts. What if he's not bad? He could be good. But <laughs> I like Hurts a lot too. Um, this is it is tough for our stack I, to go with both of these guys whose QBs are already gone. All four of our receivers would be do, unstacked. Do we have like how important is it to stack here? Like, can we take Hurts or no? I feel like it's pretty early for Dak. I mean, I, I think I think stacking is ultimately going to be very important in this. I mean, it's a 60% let's, let's final. Let's take Juju because you, you can do so much with Denver or KC even without the quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about that. I think we'll just we'll probably end up on uh, a late round QB build. I hate yeah. that. That's yeah. one thing with the discussion we had. I'm definitely taking quarterbacks earlier more aggressively than I ever have. Before. I am too. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not like. Once it gets past Lance, I don't care anymore. It's just I want, and I, I really like getting like uh, even two of them, even two of the top guys. Yeah. All right. Well, kind of two juju the, baby. Oh God, I love that. Bateman's the next pick. <laughs> it's so gross the juju pick. <laughs> Oh man, um, Dude, Juju wide receiver twenty eight. Come on, unless he's well, just absolutely dead, which is possible. There's just like I was going to make the no case that dead. there's. I do think there's some upside in this this range, and Juju's one of the guys, right? There's like there's offenses in this range that could be just like incredibly expo- explosive this year. Obviously, the Chiefs the Bills, but also I think the Broncos. And these Broncos guys, Judy and Sutton, like they're hard to project because you have Tim Patrick there. You've got Hamler's going to get routes. Albert O, like how does how does the rock get distributed? There's too many guys, too many mouths to feed. But like, I, I don't know. What if they just cut out one of these dudes? What if they're just like, what if this offense, they don't want it to be like ultra distributed and they, they are designing it to kind of feature – you know, more guys, you know, like they're going to have kind of like this green Bay offense. the green Bay offense wasn't like hyper spread. So I don't, I don't know if we're gonna be able to like exactly get it right, but like, it does feel to me like one of Judy or Sutton could just absolutely smash their ADP, right? Like I've been taking them both. Yeah. I've been taking them both pretty aggressively. Uh, I'm with you. I like them a lot. I'll, I mean, I've been targeting a lot of this, be, given the lack of upside on some of the guys that we, you know, mentioned and the tiered, this, I guess the running back dead zone not being as flush with wide receivers as in the past. I know getting these guys that were good at one point in time, at least with Juju. I know it's not recently. Um, it was sudden. It's not recently either. Um, but at times, have he was, he was pretty me. great in that game he tore his ACL uh, two years ago. He was pretty great. Uh, and he won us some money one week in, in DFS early in the season when Juju or when uh, Judy was out. But I mean these these quarterback upgrades are, I mean Drew Locke and Drew Locke slash Teddy Bridgewater to Russ and then Big Ben to Mahomes. There's just part of me that's like let's just gamble. I mean, if someone's getting drafted in round two, it's probably going to be you know not Terry McLaurin. It's probably going to be Jerry Judy next year. Yeah. Yeah, Judy also only ran around on like seventy-seven percent of dropbacks or something crazy like that last year. Like he has a lot of upside just in terms of like being on the field more. If he impresses the coaches in training camp, like he runs ninety percent of the routes, like 
that alone, like 90% of the routes plus Russ, like average efficiency for his depth of target, like he will, he will smash. I love, we spent all our last FFPC draft just salivating over the Broncos. And I'm pretty sure the, the draft before that as well. <laughs> now, now we're back to uh, getting hyped on the Broncos again. I, I, I really like the Broncos. Yeah, that, this was the debate last time. We were we were debating, what were we debating? Like Patrick versus Hamler, I think was the yeah. conversation we were having. Yeah. I, much to my, um, my own detriment, I just constantly ignore Tim Patrick. Yeah. I'm the only Patrick stand here, and I hate, I hate it. I don't want to. <laughs> Patrick's, so Patrick. Patrick's been, like in DFS, Patrick, I never play him, and he's had, had some pretty big just keep you know, ignoring him. games. It doesn't matter. He's not a, he's not a real player. He's, he's, a, he's ahead of Hamler on the depth chart. They paid him. They gave him a long contract extension, and like, He's, a He's false been player. okay. Has Russ He's featured a- Tim Patrick on his Instagram? I rest my case. <laughs> they just they just grabbed two first names, jammed them together, and wanted you to believe that was a real NFL player. <laughs> it's two kids in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Tim and Patrick running on top yeah. of their shoulders. There's, That's uh, why Zeroch for route run sucks. He's got to coordinate the two different kids. No, turn left. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone Pat and I can agree on to take Knox if he lasts. I don't want to say who. Was it Dulcich? It was not Dulcich. It was Traylon Burks. I should have known better with this group. Yeah. Yeah. This build with a with the J.K. Dobbins hero build, uh, they they weren't going to let us have Traylon Burks. They yeah, and then they're the- going to get Dak on the way back probably. Yep. They almost got uh, Burrow to fall to them there too. Burrow with the uh, the premium chase T. That, oh. that that one has to sting a little bit. We got Gabe Davis. Suck on that, Rossetti. <laughs> <laughs> this this team, like if you look at this draft, this does look like a ship chasing Leo. Oh, it's so beautiful! I was so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Our best teams are when we reach across the aisle and compromise on a few picks. Dude, the uh, I, I know I like running backs, but the Dobbins ADP doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I don't think it makes a ton of sense here. I, I'm okay with where he's going an underdog because it's just like he's he's talented and he'll have... He's been going at like the 4-5 turn in underdog, and we're talking about how these wide receivers aren't as good. I got him at... I don't know. He, he should be a third-round like pick. 5-8 yeah. or 5-9 today on underdog. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know if he should be a third round pick, but if he lasts to ADP, I think he's very clearly. Wow, no rust there. The Judy Sutton team goes Thomas Hopkins. That is that a surprise. I was very that surprised. Is, that is crazy. I was really. That's like just sure a mistake. Russell was going off the board there. <laughs> yep. yep. I could kind of see if you started running back times three, where maybe you felt like you needed more wide receivers, but Michael Thomas and Hopkins are. I mean, the in their defense, he's going to get at least 10 games from both of those guys combined. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Leone gets the Brady double. Okay. That's a, that's on brand. That's a fun that's on brand for a Leone name. Too. That is, that is very on brand. We definitely have those guys all as picks where he took them Evans, Godwin, and Brady. I thought we had a way outside shot of getting Dak. 
No. I did until I saw he had Schultz and knew what he was doing. And then it was like, yeah, just, I, I knew that. And he's got the, he's got the Trailerberg spring. He set that up around earlier. If he could have got, got Burrow, though, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So this is all I know, I know, but over here. Yeah. It all who, comes who back stole Burrow? I, you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Where's it? Fucking I. I mean, there's no I eye in team. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, there's. Fucking no eye in Burrow. What are you doing? There he went. He just went. I'm having a hard time tracking what's on the board. Yeah. I'm not in midseason uh, form. I just saw in the other window that Drake London went right there. Almost... I'll read off the uh, the top of the queue. So you got Eli Mitchell, Ceh, Kenneth Walker, AJ Dillon, Russ Wilson, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Zach Ertz, Stafford, Ayuk, Pollard. I always okay. like eyes gloss over. What are you sorting by? Because that's a different order than the. the I also have the Road of His Command Center up, which has oh. the more uh, current ADP, I believe. Gotcha. Best you, you only named a couple of receivers. Best receivers are Thielen, Renfro, IU, Sky. Uh, you know, at his fantastic ADP, perfectly accurate ADP. Lock it. Leone, I, I need you to shut down the <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean Leone. We're not taking Sky at seven, eight turn. Don't worry. Noted best ball grinder, Drew Dinkmeyer logs into the chat tonight. Welcome, Dink. Dink took a he started with i think he got somehow like fernet evans and godwin in a league and a guy who had herbert passed on guy who had herbert took naked brady right before dink (laughs) oh my god and kyler was on the board wow Mm. so it was just I almost think he did it intentionally just to be like, <laughs> you don't get your stuff. <laughs> Fuck you, I man. Think it worked out for Dinky. <laughs> like, you know, he, he took Kyler, which, you know, whatever. But you wait, don't what necessarily need the quarterback to still have the stack workout. What was Dink saying? I, I'm not understanding. Didn't he was the- tilting that this guy got to complete his Tampa Bay stack given that uh, other draft that he did and oh, was unable God. to complete his own. God. Adam Thielen, Garrett Wilson, Drake Leonard. Do we just. Do we just pass the buck on the uh, yes. take? Ah, <laughs> uh, I know we all we all had eyes for the San Francisco. I know the backdoor San Francisco. Pete, I hate to tell you, but uh, there's an obvious move when it gets to us. <laughs> it's kind of oh, an obvious move. Oh, I think I know what it is. I don't think you do if you're that excited. It's oh yeah. Oh yeah, it, baby. I know what I mean. Are you talking Denver no. 17 correlation? Is that what you're gonna try? Yeah, to I, I sure am, buddy. I sure am. I mean, that's the move. We already made we already put it down a bet on it. You want to okay. go Russ Sky? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Zach Ertz because he's the next highest tight end in ADP. <laughs> how about how about Russ C E H? That's disgusting. Take it back. <laughs> Uh, I would true. definitely take CEH above Sky here. Like, Thank you, Leone. I mean, let's yeah. get some order in this house. CEH is, CEH is literally not good at anything. <laughs> it's literally just, I mean, talk about a dead zone type yeah. running back. I was mocking Davis so hard. I was in, a, in one of the TriFlex startups, and Davis in our Dynasty League 
basically went all in on CEH as the first pick that year. And I think, wasn't that the JT and Burrow class? Yeah. So this startup I did, JT and Burrow went like four or five, and then CEH went in the 11th round. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. it's, it's rough, man. <laughs> So it's so I do think taking Sky on the Juju team is a little tough because I, I, I kind of do think their both cases overlap. I, I'm on board with the Russ angle. I, I, I was gonna with, pitch with the uh Derek Carr hunter run fro skinny. Um Oof. thank God. I think not, Russ not is a no-brainer here. I think that's yeah, Russ is a no-brainer. We got I mean, yeah, I think dude, I think Russ CH is fine. What's yeah. wrong with well if we're going running back, I'd prefer AJ Dillon. But I think Sky's a way better pick than CH. CH is just he just I, isn't Sky, good. I don't. But I don't think we need like this is great. I've got this CH twenty five spots. I've got CH two oh, rounds ahead of this guy. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I, the CH hate is probably gone too far. Like he's there, and that's enough for me to take. I'd rather take AJ eight. Dillon. I'd rather have Miles Sanders. I mean, Miles Sanders is a decent breakaway runner. He does. Do you something. think Miles Sanders is that much better that you would forego the correlation here? Like you have him that much further apart? Like I feel like this is take lock. You just hate Ceh. I think Ceh should be like a tenth round pick. That's where Sky Moore should be at least. So I guess we're getting closer. Gret, <laughs> Ceh, AJ Dillon, or Miles Sanders? I think Ceh for the correlation. I like AJ Dillon a lot. I I. I I'm with Leone's comment that uh, I don't think we can like Miles Sanders that much more than CEH. Producer, roll the CEH. <laughs> there literally are no highlights to play. It's him getting stuffed <laughs> to the goal line. It's literally him getting stuffed to the goal line and then getting cucked by Derek McKinnon. That's his, that's his career highlights to date. He's been don't atrocious. I'm dude, who's going to catch passes? We can get but like, honest, honestly, dude, anybody. Like anybody they, they sign. like Yeah. Some, oh, that's some like UDFA that emerges in training camp, like CH, CH's yards per out run was 0. 0.01 better than Ronald Jones last year. Like he has sucked at catching passes. Yeah. He just but has. He, like I, I don't, I don't see the, I don't really see any talent based arguments holding water with CH. It's just like he's he's going to be more trusted than Rojo on passing downs, which I do agree with. Pat, do you like Rojo? Is that part of this tape? No, it's it's not like well, I mean, I wasn't Honestly, arguing for Rojo the, here. The like CH bull case is like the Devin Singletary last year. And this is definitely a little bit early for a Devin Singletary bull case to to pick Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we were taking Devin Singletary in the the 12th, 11th, 12th round. But Zach Moss was going three rounds. Zach Moss was there. going there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Zach Moss wasn't going this high. So you're getting Zach Moss no, was like what ninth, tenth? But but the two but the two of them together were going. It was like nine and twelve. But I, I don't know. Regard I just but like just archetypically like yeah. I agree like, with that. He too. exists. Yeah, that's your, and that's he's your okay upside. and right. He's he's the other guys kind of suck and they're just like the easiest thing is just to leave this dude out there. And I don't think yeah. Rojo has that in his range of outcomes. Rojo's not going to just get left out there because that's not. The type of back he is. Can't play all three downs. So I think you're making a really good case, Pat. But just with the correlation, it's like it's a. I think your case only lands if we're saying we're not taking Ch in any. Like for me, it was like, well, I don't think I've taken Ch in a single draft this year, so this makes sense. Well, if Sky wasn't available, I think the correlation pick would have been more appealing to me. But like, I know we're concerned about Sky Juju. What I was saying. 
No. When, okay. when the offense rolls, everybody rolls, right? Like we're, I mean, they're both, they're both going to be out there together is the idea is Juju's play. Juju's going to play in the slot and Sky's going to play on the outside. You would assume, I mean, you don't, I don't think you take Sky more in the second round. If you think he's purely a slot receiver after you just signed Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, that would be a really weird move. So they should be able to play together. And I mean, Sky Moore is a highly productive three-year wide receiver, super efficient in yards per run, awesome yards after catch numbers. Seems like an ideal fit for the Andy Reid West Coast offense. Like, going to be kind of more like a Jeremy Macklin type. He's, you know, I don't think he'll be like hyper explosive, but man, like. This is such a good argument. And Pete Leone are just like eyes glazed over like we get it with Sky Moore. <laughs> like, well, okay, but. I mean, I mean, I mean, the sky more like he should not be going at the 70 turn. I don't even why. Know. I mean, we're I taking mean, we're taking Juju, who has like been awful the last few years, like just straight up awful. And the whole argument Juju is, like hasn't he, been any worse than like Deontay Johnson on a per target basis. He's not earning targets, dude. Yards per target isn't sticky like he but he's he doesn't always, get any targets. He's always running route. Like he's going to be out there and he has yes, a season. JJ Figure, right? The white side ran a lot of routes too. Like if you're running a lot of routes and you're not getting targets, like that's like death. That's that's Terrace Marshall. Like dude, that's he's like not, the worst red flag you can have. He's getting targets. I mean, he's not getting as many as Deontay Johnson, but you're acting like this dude is not getting any targets. I mean, there's he scored as many he scored as many fantasy points as Deontay Johnson two years ago. Like Pete, as the guy on the ones and twos, I gotta ask you, was rolling the clip again and getting our exposure for Skymore even higher, better or worse than the outcome of not taking Skymore? No, I I do. We can't just play that fucking clip every show. There was no way I was gonna let us draft Skymore. Also, like on the CEH Rojo thing, I mean what do we always talk about too? like targeting the ambiguous backfields? Like last year, it was the Connor Edmonds thing when they're both appropriate price. We're getting attached to one of the best offenses in football. I do not think a hundred out of a hundred times Rojo is the better pick than CH even cost adjusted. Like you want to be getting exposure to CH in this range. And one thing I, that um, JJ Zacharyson did a lot of research on, which like, I'm not always on like this systemic stuff, but I do think we should pay attention to it. And it's basically when you get these ambiguous backfields in this exact range of the draft, and there's two backs going in like rounds eight through 12, basically he looked at the back that goes first has really, really strong hit rates systemically. That's good. I like that data point. But I look, I, I agree sorry. with the I agree with the Devin Singletary upside case for CEH. I don't think that he is, you know, that he's dead for any upside. Obviously, he's in a great offense. I also don't think he should be going behind Rojo. I think it's totally fine to take CEH ahead of Rojo because you have that he consolidates the backfield upside case, which is like the best upside case. I mean, if you consolidate the KC backfield, you're gonna fucking crush. But I still think CEH is probably round and a half overpriced. I mean, compared to the the Zach Moss pick, like if he was like in the early ninth, okay, that feels a lot better to me. That feels a okay, lot. Okay, but so we're but like for the correlation, where you're going to nitpick one round. But I, there, I, my when it's correlated. My other case was a wide receiver. Who's? I mean, if we're playing, if we're playing Denver KC in week seventeen. 
aren't we playing for passing? Like we're playing for a shootout. Like no, so the correlation would be that's better. That's like for... zoning in on the, like one very hyper specific outcome. Like no, like, it's who not. Is what's the, what's yeah, the, what, what's Cincinnati, higher correlated? City, opposing who is, wide receivers who is are winner? higher correlated. Who was the winner in the Kansas City Cincinnati stack last year? Daryl fucking Williams. Like I'll just, I'll also say with when I when I say correlation on the Ceh pick I mean in the macro sense embedding in the Chiefs for the whole season like I'm but I'm I was pro- arguing for another Chief dude I mean like I I think it's weird to be yeah, like I get I just I, like I mean my stuff might be way off but I I have Sky more two rounds behind Ceh Sky if if Ceh is overpriced by a round or whatever Sky Moore is also overpriced by a round or whatever. If not, I think Scott, Scott, Scott. What'd you say? I said, but we have a clip for Sky Moore, which is a boy to Pat's favor. We should have taken Sky Moore. Sky Moore's definitely like, a bit overpriced compared to, to to some of the other wide receivers. I think like if you're able to get Garrett Wilson capital alone, like he's yeah, he's being overdrafted okay, relative to some of the other wide receivers. Garrett Wilson uh, did go high in this draft. Like this was a a draft where Sky fell behind. Yeah, Garrett's off the board. I had no problem. Taking Sky Moore over Olave, none. I, I think just for offensive upside. I mean, the Saints could be disgusting. Target competition sucks. I personally I think, think Sky's a better prospect that. than Olave. Yeah. So okay. So Olave's the next rookie wide receiver to come off. Like in this room, Garrett Wilson's gone. Traylon Burks is long gone. I actually don't think that we were really reaching for Sky Moore here. I'm convinced. <laughs> Shocker. I also just like the the Ceh hate. I think that was really strong stuff. I, wanna... I mean, he sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with I'm with. But um, you guys know I will put a little more stock in the projectable volume, and sometimes. But I mean, works, like it we we talk about ambiguous backfields a lot. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And we, you know, the, the Denver point. Like, sure. I I'm very excited about Denver because I think there's. Denver's oh, probably going to be. We get to draft team. Melvin Gordon. This is awesome. <laughs> Denver's going to be a team that, like, we're going to be wrong on, right? Like, we're going to be. There's no way to kind of accurately project Denver because there's, like, just too many guys there. So, like, it's going to break and someone's going to benefit a lot. But, like, you could say the same thing about Kansas City. Like, the projectable volume is fragile in Kansas City because it could be MVS. Like MVS could add an extra element to his game this year and smash his ADP and make the Juju and Sky picks look absolutely terrible. Like we don't know how this is going to go. It's a completely different. The only wide receiver yeah. that's ever caught a pass is, is Michael Hardman and he sucks. I mean, I think it's safe to say that Sky was the alpha play. CH was the beta play. Pat had the alpha play line <laughs> on, on, he had that lined up. We went beta for some reason. I'm not, I'm not sure why. <laughs> All right, we need to. We also need to come up with a plan at tight end because the boys yeah. are getting squeezed hard. I was really hoping Alberto was going to come back. Oh, that was but... a pipe dream. The chat is dunking on us for not taking him at the last turn instead of Ceh. They're not real happy that we uh, that we didn't take Alberto with Russ. I really uh, want to take a specific uh, wide receiver here. Toss it, toss it out. I mean, um. Kind of all the top players on the top of ADP are all running backs and quarterbacks. Uh, Gesicki is the best available tight end. Followed, by I like Gesicki. I like Gis- I have Gesicki as like he definitely he the best. Went. Oh, he just went. Oh, okay. Um, what about Komet and Irv Smith? I like Irv Smith. I'm super on Irv Smith. 
I'm good with well, we already got Cook, so I'm down with that. Yeah, we, we who do they play? The Packers. They play yeah, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, could have had Irv that Smith Dillon, and Christian Watson. That AJ Dillon correlation, but we blew. It. Who was your wide receiver, Gretch? Was it Boyd? It was Boyd. God damn it, <laughs> Christian. I actually don't even really like Christian Watson at all. We just took the under us on him. I don't like Christian um, Watson. I mean, I, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I either. don't like it here. I don't. But the but the wide receiver is getting thinner. Um, it's it's thin. It's already. Thin. I like Galladay. I like Rondell Moore. Yeah. What about we could just take Irv and Komet. Yeah, you could well. take Irv and Komet. You could take them both. Let's just double tap tight end. Sure. Okay. Sure. Like There's that. some. I've been really liking some late values on the Detroit wide receivers too, which goes with uh, the Bears dome game week 17, baby. <laughs> but like Chark sometimes goes really late. Yeah. That was that was Chark? smart. That was a good turn, guys. We're, we're back at we're, that was we're good. Back, uh, that was that good. Was alpha play. We got a, we everyone, got some correlation play. Set ourselves up for back. some correlation play. That was nice. Yeah, a little kumbaya moment for the group. <laughs> yeah, we should probably take Jarek McKinnon in the 18th round to get that Chiefs correlation play with with Denver. <laughs> and Ch is going to be fucking benched. There's what this I mean, Ch is... sucks. So I mean, he could bench in the playoffs, so he probably doesn't suck, right? Is that a good sign? <laughs> the uh, he I just wasn't wanted... fully healthy, Patrick. But you you usually don't have the takes like me, where it's like you're you're basically saying never to draft Ceh, but and <laughs> not I'm, at this price. I'm convinced. I'm not taking him at this price. I'm just not. This the price is fine. Um, it's not. It's a gross it is price. absolutely fine for the running back one on Kansas City. Yeah, it's fine. I it also just not good. The chat. Even remotely, the running back one. The chat is so sick. We <laughs> he's we're a placeholder. We got one positive blurb on Romeo Dubs, and we grabbed two Minnesota guys, and this is the chat. Romeo later, set up dubs, dubs later. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> well, Pete, you're the one saying we need more more clips, so uh, get us a dubs. Wait, we got to roll that, roll that dubs. Yeah, did we get a positive note on dubs? Because I missed that. Yeah, there was one that was like making back shoulder catches and oh. that he might be ahead of Christian Watson who was struggling with drops, and now it's all oh. dubs in the chat. Seventh round ADP, let's do it. There, There is stuff, but it's like, it's all from like, kind of Packers Nation type of yeah. uh, Twitter accounts. Like, it's not – I've not seen any, ah. like, Sorry. you know, journalists <laughs> saying, that, <laughs> saying that Dubs is ahead. Packers fanboy 69420. Yeah, sad. it is. It's like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm just – I'm saying I think Dubs might be more pro-ready. It's like that. Who, <laughs> now, Pat, now that you've, you've been on the news beat for – a good while who is the most trustworthy beat reporter best beat reporter in the league that you hmm. like to you hang on their words while he thinks about that let me tell this great story because I, I love dubs uh if he hits we're gonna i'm gonna make us clip uh our post draft rookie mock that we did where i took dubs way too high i was super excited about it <laughs> But uh, if he hits, my, we're going to victory lap it. Yes. Yeah. But in my actual rookie drafts where I intended to get a ton of Romeo dubs, our guest tonight was an asshole and took him like in every freaking league that I'm in with him, like two picks before I was up and ahead of ADP. Like, so you're, you're in on dubs too. Lee. I'll just ahead blame Amigo. Dude, I, you know what I'm in on? I aggregate what you guys say and Amigo says, and you guys are all smart. 
and then I I do that, and I just don't draft Sky more like fifth overall, and I'm pretty good. <laughs> you when you want a player, do you trade down for like fourth round <laughs> picks, and then trade down again for another fourth round pick three years from now, and then miss oh the guy you goodness. want? Is that your general strategy? What Leoti just described is actually the GTO ship chasing tailing strategy, which is you tail everything unless there's a clip for the player, in which case you full fade. I will say on the KC stuff that like Juju's contract is like is a little worrisome. Um, yeah, it's a prove it deal for a guy who sucked. Is that bad? You're really walking I back. Think, Leone, I've, I've never I think seen you, someone's I think, power on the CH and Juju takes as much as you. God damn it, Leone. Where's the alpha yeah, in that? Was, well, like, I, I, was, I was attempting to be reasonable, but now that Pat is not attempting to be reasonable whatsoever. <laughs> no, this is, this is me attempting, Leone. <laughs> <laughs> this, this Juju being absolutely terrible. Like I feel like this is like you being a slave to yards per route run in two years in an, with an anemic quarterback. Well, I mean, okay. And not He's like layering any... any context around health and whatnot. Like he wasn't that bad two years ago. I mean, he fucking broke the FFPC playoff challenge and some people wouldn't even play him, even though he scored as many points in the regular season as Deontay Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was water under the bridge. <laughs> this is all, this is all, this is all because that we would have played you. The only is crazy. You should have taken my <laughs> olive branch. You should have taken the olive branch. <laughs> the, ETR, the ETR subscribers are just suffering because leone's still tilting our our refusal to play juju which you were right about you did you played. see hassan hassan and i were like tweeting about it we're both still bitter <laughs> a year and a half later. vindication uh, is this your All strategy right. lawrence says pat is just wearing everyone down so there's no resistance to that, well it isn't it, it wasn't but it is now that's, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah I, I don't know that uh, it, it's fair to say it's a slave to yards per hour run, given that, like, <laughs> Chase Claypool has flashed in this offense. Pat Fryermuth flashed in this offense. Uh, Deontay Johnson is Pat like, Fryermuth, what? Yeah, Pat Fryermuth is getting drafted, like, I think way ahead of what makes sense because he actually fla flashes a rookie tight end playing with this anemic quarterback. Like, he scored have a looked... couple of touchdowns, he wasn't like. Yes, he, he was. He was wasn't good. He was. He was okay oh, for a rookie tight end. Good. He was fine. Yeah, he had he a pretty good fine, year for a rookie tight end. But but flat, I just think like other like, other players are are doing fine. They're doing stuff that's moving their ADP up. He in this scored. Offense. Last year was a disaster. I'll give you that. The year before, he scored as many points as Deontay Johnson. You they acting like they're like in totally different stratospheres. I mean, that was just two years ago. He's had seasons that some like he's not that old, and he's had some remarkable seasons he's cleared two yards per out run i That's mean true. in 2018 he cleared two yards per hour he also true. stopped doing tiktok videos mid-season last year stop doing really tiktok focused. videos commitment are you talking to yourself leody <laughs> yeah. no, when i if i get a solid block of time i'll pump i'll pump out an hour's worth of tiktok videos <laughs> all right i'd like to see that <clears throat> I can't wait till Leone's like Ooh, Chris Carson. It's like Leone's really big on TikTok, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's like everyone on fantasy Twitter just gives him all this shit, but he is massive with the preteens. <laughs> so did someone fuck up their auto pick? Or they are yeah. they stuck with that in these drafts? Yeah. And his you name are. is Thanks Leone. So I I mean it feels like a long <laughs> time. Pretty amazing. Chris Carson's a really good auto pick for a Thanks Leone team. 
Yeah. That was that was not me. I I don't I don't have any Chris Carr. I don't I want to be distanced from. That was Rashad Penny. That would have made sense for the Thanks Leone. I, I helped people win a million dollars in Best Ball Mania too. You're welcome. It happened. Um, he given. We Rashad won't talk about Penny Rashad Perriman. Away with Rashad Perriman. <laughs> <laughs> if you drafted both those year? players at a high rate, you were probably pretty happy in the end. Oh, I was happy at the end with uh, Rashad Penny. Who who's going to be this year's Leone Perriman and Leone Penny? Uh, Juju's the Perriman. <laughs> oh, oh man! Um, I, this is no, we don't have Davis. We have Ceh like at ADP, I think, or like even like yeah. a little behind, like um, the Juju. Thing I do think there's like like I think his mega floor is like really bad like like almost pyramid level like there's just like a five to ten percent outcome where it's really bad but I actually think like his like floor above that's way better than people think just because I think he's going to be out there and run routes the entire time with Patrick Mahomes twenty fifth percentile outcome is still good because he's with Kansas City yeah Yeah. I mean and he's going to probably run routes the entire season. And even if he's yeah. not a good target prop run guy, he's not as bad as some people would lead you to believe. Well, so like I went back, I was looking some at his people. target per route run. Yeah, some people, not to be named. His target <laughs> per route run since the the glorious days of 2018 was uh, 18 and a half percent, and his ADOT in those years were 9.8, 6.6, and 6.3. The, the ADOT definitely came down due to Ben, but like it is kind of tight endish to see a guy at that target per route run for. That ADA, but like kind of to your point, like if you're if he's like an extra route, you know, pass catching tight end in this offense, like he'd still he'd still have like a non zero floor. But I do right. think like there's like a that's not the it comes down to health, right? Like it, it is he healthy or not? It's basically, but, I mean, it. three years ago, he was also pretty bad. He wasn't his yards per one sucked two years ago, 1.39. So, and it's just been so long since we've seen him. Be yeah, anything. no, that's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. What do we got? Um. Oh, who's going to be the penny? So I gave you the paramin. Yeah. I'm just, so the the uh, yeah. I guess the they have to be like after round fifteen picks okay. that you guys are like twenty picks ahead of ADP on who are at the top of any ETR subs queue who uses your ranks. That's the qualifications. Um. Okay. I mean, we do have people drafting Julio at the end of drafts at a decent okay. clip. There we go. I am drafting the shit out of Julio Jones. Um, I'm trying to think who the... I don't know if we have a back this year that was that's like as far ahead of ADP as Penny was. All I'm right. Trying to, I'm, We're on the clock, guys. Gain, I guess Gainwell. Gainwell would probably yeah. be like that one. Love that. Um, um, all right. Edmonds, Deshaun Watson, Damian Pierce, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Do we want to expand yeah, on think... this? Uh... Cool. I think it makes sense. Uh, you could also do Fields. If we like Fields more. I like Fields more. I, think. I like Fields more. I like Fields more. Also, uh, I, I think it's. I think isn't the FFPC reward the pass yardage like a little bit more to the point where it becomes yeah, it's, meaningful? It's, uh, yes, they do. Uh, it's every twenty Tunyon yards. Tunyon is also still on the board. Um, if we wanted that mm. Green Bay bring back, um, but who do you guys Cousins. want? 18 seconds here. Cousins or Fields? 
I kind of lean Cousins, but I don't really care much one way or the other. Fields is more fun if you guys Fields would go Fields. Me. We already got Pat. One. I'm finding the way we bet. We made a bigger bet on the Vikings offense. All right, I'm gonna grab Cousins. It's not as fun. That's the triple condom play. We're just not making any alpha plays. This is a depressing draft. Um, well, when Ben's right, he's right. <laughs> Leone, when when you review this draft, can you snap and go beta play? <laughs> we. We need a wide receiver, don't we? I mean, aren't we? Yeah, yeah I mean, no all the fun There's Dotson, Hardman, Parker, the aforementioned Tim Patrick, DJ Chark. Alex is Jacoby Kirk. Myers there? Yeah. He is. Are you in I on like Jacoby? Jacoby? I'm in on Jacoby. I like Jacoby. There's Lazard. Um, Wait, Lazard? Lazard gives us a bring back. Lazard gives us a bring back. Lazard's Tunyon gone. Seems Ninth, fine. Round. Ninth round. He's okay. called Tunyon seems fine too, right? I mean, isn't Tunyon fine? I mean, we could fill the Hardman would make stuff. sense with our Chiefs play. Uh, also, do you guys like Myers over Hunter Henry? I like Hardman, Dotson, and Jacoby Myers. I like I like Hardman and Dotson the most. I like All right. Jacoby the most. I think Hardman's fine if we want to All go right, more. Hardman. I, we can do Hardman. Uh, I don't know if I got it in time. No, Jacoby. <clears throat> Whatever. That's fine. You can get it. Dude, sucks. Jacoby, like... New England's pass rate, I think, could come up a decent bit. Even if you just if you strip out the insane Bills game, they're all right. Like that cost them three points. If you just look at their pass rate last year, the Bills game wow. alone was like three points if you strip it out. And then I just think they're probably going to throw more naturally because they ran super pure on record. It's Mac Jones's second year, and um, yeah, I think Jacoby could be a PPR monster. Love it. I'm with I like you. that case. That's a that's that's a really interesting point about the uh, the Bills game. Dude, I strip that out of like the Bills. They threw three um, passes. <laughs> that was the fewest passes in an NFL game ever, right? On like forty I, something. It was like, yeah. I mean, it was absurd. It made the Bills look like the biggest run funnel in the league for the rest of the season. So I had to like strip it out of all that stuff. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick says Jacoby is the most alpha pick since Gabe Davis. <laughs> they ran 46 play 46 times on 49 plays that game. Wow. That's pretty nuts. I feel like Juju's an alpha play. Screw you guys. What? I know we didn't I, mean, I know we didn't take him. He's another I will guy. say. He was until you started saying that he sucked. Like you made it into a beta play in about the tenth round. All it right. is an alpha play. Well, we, it is an alpha play to take probably. Juju and not Sky and and not MVS and not Hardman to go solo Juju is kind of an alpha play. As much as I hate it, it like, is. that is an alpha play. That is like, oh no no, let's, this is an ambiguous. It's fucking Juju. Let's make a rule. We're not going to talk about Juju the rest of the time because we spent about six rounds on him so far. And um, Pete, what were you going to say? I yeah, like I know. I wanted to have a, I wanted to have a. I wanted to get your guys' takes on Tunyon because he's one of those guys that I just like glaze over Tim Patrick style. When I see him there, I never feel like selecting him. Where Where are you guys at on him? I'm pretty neutral. He's definitely a better plan underdog. Like He's one of the guys that has a huge disparity, I think, in like half PPR and full PPR scoring. And this is tight and premium, so it kind of hurts him because I don't expect him to catch a ton, but... He should 
I mean, he could be pretty efficient. I don't know. The, the market still has Green Bay being very good. I'm skeptical of it. I know part of it's that their defense should be really good. But if they are good, you know, Rodgers has got to throw to someone. I mean, there's nobody there. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sammy Watkins was Brashad Perriman, but we knocked him oh. down a little bit. Oh, you finally he might get cut. Him. Like he literally would have been Brashad Brashad Perriman. They gotta add. Yeah, he's he's. I I think I think that he might get cut. Then gets a little overplayed. Like he might get cut, but people are like interpret that as like he's going he to get, get cut. cut. Right. Right. Um. But there's no one there, especially if you don't think Christian Watson is like. Right. Like Rogers hates rookies and he's not someone that was a prospect you'd expect to come in and play right away. Is that accurate to say? He's raw. Prospect gurus? Everyone says he's raw. I, I don't think that means he won't play right away though. Like he, he wins deep and he's good with the ball in his hands. So like mm-hmm. he's, I think he's going to be MVS. Like I, I don't think he'll have any, I mean, he might have trouble, but I don't think it's like, Rosie to say he can fill in for MVS this year. And Dubs is Devonta Adams. Good. Glad that we figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> one for one replacement. But but yeah, they, to answer your question, add... I think Tunyon's like fine. Fine at ADP. He's someone that I've been mixing in when it's correlated with Minnesota yeah. stuff because I have been drafting Dalvin like at a kind of decent clip because he's I don't think he should be going at the one two turn. So my my answer to that would be that he's like not fine. That uh I was thought he was fine last year because everyone was regressing the TDs and I thought there was room for his, like his targets run some of these things to, to project forward a little bit, but they were actually worse on his like 200 route sample before he got hurt. He's not really ever earned any volume. He just had that one really high TD season, which is what you're playing, but I don't know. That's not what I want to chase. He also doesn't run a ton of routes. His route. He was a T 20. I mean, T 21 is a pretty low bar though. Like, yeah, yeah. That's true. Sure. Like he can beat that. I'm just saying. Like, is that a pick that's going to win you? I mean, I don't know. It's more how many late tight end picks are? I mean, there's just not that many late tight end picks that are. Winning I think you. I like Evan Ingram more though. Jacoby I Myers. I like Evan Ingram. Jacoby, like I, that's what I'm saying. Don't take a tight end. Like, take a pick that can make. Yeah. A, Jacoby Myers can make a difference for our roster. I think. I do think some of the target per run stuff is just so skewed by Devontae Adams for like the entire team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's target per run looks, but don't, shit there. don't the, like the one thing we didn't say during this package conversation, don't they, aren't they an obvious answer for where will Fuller winds up? Who just went where Julio Jones winds up? Like the Packers are still the most obvious team, right? To bring in the vet. So Julio, his salary cleared Tennessee, uh, Tennessee's books today. was designated a post June first cut. Does that, is that like why he hasn't signed yet, or is that completely irrelevant? I actually don't know the answer to this. <laughs> um, as, my email popped up and it said that Ben liked monotasking. So Ben liked monotasking while he was on this stream, and I saw it in my email. Well, I'm on this <laughs> Look, I'm trying to support fellow Substack creators here. It was just kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> Love the concept of monotasking. Great. It's great in theory. Great. <clears throat> we'll see if I can find the time to sit and actually read that. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Ben. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going to. I skimmed it during our draft. Okay. During, I just skimmed it. Just to, just to trigger Pat a little bit. Should Jahan Dotson be going 
four full round, four and a half rounds later than Sky Moore. Well, I mean, I was I was interested in taking him at the twelve oh one. Um yeah. so what? So three three rounds. I would have taken Sky at the nine oh one. So the three rounds. Or was I arguing at the eight oh one? Whatever I was arguing for was right. Three rounds. <laughs> three rounds. That's I'll take I'll take it. No, I think Dotson is uh Dotson has Dotson's kind of the landmine prospect where it's like He's underweight. He's under 180 pounds. He's a four-year player. He wasn't efficient as an underclassman, but he what he was somewhat productive. He had two breakout seasons, and he's first-round pick. So it's not that like I don't think Dotson has no chance of being able to play, but it's just like I think he's probably Darnell Mooney. So, like, what does that get you? Is that like enough? Is that enough of a swing? Because it's hard. It, it is hard for me to see. Like, am I missing something with the upside case? Like, what is an upside case? But that's the for... thing. I, I, I guess the way I look at it is, I don't think of it nearly as granular. And I'm just like, he got picked 16th overall. But he's he's 178 <laughs> pounds, and he doesn't run a sub four four. Like he's he's an undersized outside receiver who, without elite speed. I mean, playing with Carson Wentz, like. I don't know. Right. So Wentz really struggle. Everything you said, I was going to say that the next comment would be then that it might be one where landing spot was actually pretty relevant. And he lands on a Carson Wentz team with Terry McLaurin there. And I mean, surroundings are not going to lift him. (laughs) We can put it that way, right? Like if he landed with the Packers, maybe I would have been in, but that's rough. Deontay Johnson, someone said. I hear your point, though, Leone. That's not. That's not completely implausible, I guess. Johnson was was actually used somewhat downfield as a college player. But, yeah, he would have to get peppered. That's not really Carson Wentz's game. Uh, he sucks at short and intermediate throws. He's okay at deep throws, which is why also, he's a bad De- quarterback. Deontay's college targets per run were really good. I'm going to look up Dotson's, but I'm going to guess that they were not. Dotson's, I think, were good as a senior, but, but poor – Otherwise, so uh, Deontay Johnson. I, F- oh, we're, we're up. I, I put a couple wide receivers in the queue. So, um, Leone, I have a gross wide receiver take here. I'm like curious it. if you're with me on this one. Jameson Crowder. Um, did Galladay go? So, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm with I you, have Pete. Two on that your are, our stack. So, KJ Hamler, this is our last crack. To get a Denver stack. Yeah, I'm good with that. A. Osborne, if we really want to flesh out our Vikings one. But Hamler's the must, I think. I think Hamler's a must. Hamler's a must. Yeah. Leone? Any other? I mean, yeah, let's let's do the stack. I I have Hamler just so buried. Like I don't want to. It's just it's it's tough slotting for him there. But yeah, let's let's take Hamler for this. I have uh like Crowder and Shark as Oh no, Chark's one. Chark's gone. Um, I do have Crowder as the top <laughs> oh, guy. I mean, I mean it's it's the Cole Like, I, I well, have... it's the Cole. It's the Cole Beasley. Yeah, yeah. Two years he's ago. the zone. They're talking about him as the zone beater, which is the Cole Beasley thing. I mean, he, he should. He's going to have, gonna like, have games weeks. where he catches ten passes. Like, yes, yeah. In the fourteenth round, I mean, it's not like we're super deep at wide receiver. Like, he's got. I just meant he projects really well. Yeah, coming coming awesome. through for a player I want to yeah. take. I love it. All right, so Crowder over Osborne. Yeah, for me, yeah. Um, 
much time do we have? 25 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. I, I think it's a toss-up with the correlation, but uh, Pet's really into Crowder, so let's take Crowder. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> the weasel out. Fine. Uh, <laughs> you got to get Always Pat weasel. one back after we bullied him on CEH. Bullied me twice. Yeah, Juju and CEH. Um, the Crowder one I do like as well because you're getting exposure to one of the best Week 17 games. You're getting exposure to one of the best offenses in the NFL. And every sharp player thinks it's a disgusting pick. So you're probably, if you if you get a Jameson Crowder explosion week and one of these teams that's in the, you're competing with like teams that might be pretty different than yours. Yeah. So Leone, what, um, we didn't talk about this a lot last week i think we it was kind of controversial we took a third qb what what is kind of your ideal structure um i guess you know in context of what we've already done with these two extra roster spots here yeah i potted with buying for this morning it was more on best ball mania but i think one of the mistakes i made last year was being too rigid with really trying to go skinny at the onesie positions so i'm more open to it in general and then especially with the two extra rounds. You can definitely get it. This is definitely a team that a third quarterback is. I, I'd say it's like fine either way. Mm-hmm. And then it does make it easier to ca- like, I feel like we did a good job catching up on wide receiver these last few rounds, understanding that we can take a couple cracks at running back late with the extra rounds. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. We yeah, also I agree. I, Sorry, go, go ahead. No, I think we can justify both three QBs, three tight ends uh, if we need it. Yeah, we could do both for sure. We could go three at both of the ones. We could also We're, go. We could go two quarterbacks, four tight ends if we wanted. Yes, we could. I've gone even before the extra roster spots. I've gone depending on who the tight ends are. I've gone four tight ends in this format last year, just because of the two flax and the tight end premium scoring. The only problem is the QB threes are going to look more Mm -hmm. attractive than the tight end fours. Yeah. There's one quarterback that I love. Interesting. I feel like maybe Um, I know who it is, but you probably do, but it wouldn't be correlated at all. Yeah. I think I know who it is. Um, oh, there is one. Oh no, there's the, I don't, I missed the tight end. Never mind. I don't, I got a tight end for us too. Got to get that stack. I don't have any tight ends that I like. <laughs> um, to answer Max's question. Yes. I know we sometimes do a bad job of, of setting the table. This is FFPC's $125. Yeah, that's never it. $200,000 up top. And, uh, Sorry, audio out. listeners. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title. Um, Never mentioned. (laughs) The playoff structure is very uh, similar to underdogs where you have to win these four uncorrelated tournaments. And then the week 17 in this contest is a 60-man final. So much smaller than underdogs 470-person final, although much bigger than last year's FFPC final that Leone was in. um, Was that just 12 teams, Mike? Yes. Yeah. So that's five that was, times that's bigger. Cool. Um, 
And you had you had an extra quarterback in that team, right? That helped get you there. Oh yeah, the Big Ben auto draft. Yeah, yeah, the Big Ben auto draft got me through one of the playoff weeks. <laughs> um, Ben, did you have the Dotson stuff? I was curious on that. Yeah, his senior year is the only year that was better than any of Deontay Johnson's years in in like targets per out run. Okay, their A dots are reasonably similar. Uh, Deontay's were actually mostly higher. <laughs> like Deontay was really good at earning volume on a per route basis in college. Dotson wasn't. Is the he had two his first two seasons he was below twenty percent, like not very good. Let's see here. Zach Wilson. We need to start probably looking at some running backs at some point. Yep. Yeah. I've got one in the queue. All right. Can you type it in chat? Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks. I just saw this hilarious comment in here. I mean, that's so much grosser than Crowder. Sorry, I just put that now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Next turn. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is all. Yeah, we're talking about next picks. Okay. I do. Um, can we talk about them, or, or are you worried it'll get sniped? How much do you like? I don't care. We can talk about it. I don't. I mean, if he gets sniped, it's not a big deal. We're talking about Corey Davis, who I do agree is going to be like. What is their three wide receiver set? Leone, like, is it? I mean, I assume Garrett, like, and I don't mean week one, like, let's say, like, week nine. What's their three wide receiver set? I mean, isn't it Denzel, Wilson, Moore, and Davis? <laughs> okay, but so Moore's in the slot, yeah, I think so. Well, they're moving and, around, or yeah, those three what guys happens- are pretty confident those three guys are gonna, yeah, see the field yeah. consistently. This is like one of those court questionings where the judge needs to be like, where are you going with this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? too obvious. Where where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? No, I mean that that's really I think I think my concern for more is that like that's the three wide receiver set, but then the two wide receiver set is not always Garrett Wilson and more, and then it's sometimes Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis. Because like they're kind of talking Jamar about was more just about so really, good last year, though. Like he was Kind of not with Zach Wilson, but yeah, I just felt like maybe it's just I'm remembering that period where we were like getting so amped to play him in our playoff stretch, and then he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, and yeah. and now it's like oh they drafted Garrett Wilson and his ADP dropped like fucking twenty wide receiver spots, and I'm like I don't know if I should have dropped that much. <laughs> it's a fair question. They they invested a lot in tight end. They'll probably do some two tight end stuff with sort of the yep. San Francisco structure. They'll have two wide receiver sets at a decent clip. So they brought in three new tight ends this year: Uzama, Conklin, and they drafted Rucker. Rucker, who's like kind of a pro-ready type of inline yeah. guy, right? Yeah. So there'll be some two tight end sets. I, I mean, I think it's a fair concern, but I, I think they probably just rotate it. But you're probably right that Corey Davis mixes into that mix. He has a nice contract. He's the veteran in the room, like right. He's he was play. Targeting- I mean, and I think there. Are, I mean, I think there's enough targets for all of them. But like, he's gonna play, and there he goes now. There he goes. I mean, wide receiver 76 is just is really late for him. It's not like he's bad. Yeah, I mean, I he's just boring. His targets per run last year were insane. I mean, Wilson was locked on. 
So Algier, who you wanted, Pat, I like Algier here at this price, but I feel like people are really going a little far without like a fifth round pick here that like, we don't even, you know, those guys don't even make the team sometimes. I think I just had, I'm going to be in on Corey Davis moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here for. That is the revelation revelation you have. Yes. I'm not. I'm not pleased, but oh man, he's not bad. You're right. And what was his target per hour last year? Wasn't it like 24 percent or something nuts? No, 20.9 is what I have. 24 well, the year before in Tennessee. Oh, okay, okay. 21, but still 20. I mean, at this at this point, 21. You know, he was reasonably efficient. 1.74 yards per out run. That's fine. It's a 2.6 the year before in his last year in Tennessee. Like, he's not bad. Right. It's just not as good as people wanted him to be at a, at a point. But now they're – But he might be too good. People uh, might get annoyed with him playing over more and Wilson. I like Gus Edwards and James White. Talk about boring guys. Um, unless we decide we want you know don't need a boring guy. But I like James White. I like I Gus Edwards like three a points lot in this. for this build here. I'm good with that. Cool. Um, I had a QB we, tight end. I was just gonna say, yeah, I think okay. we would need the QB side of that now. I wonder if we could wait on the tight end side. Yeah. What about? Uh, I'll throw out just one name quickly as a as a bring back. Odell Beckham as a potential bring back to Mike Williams. But that oh, he needs to he needs to sign the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he needs to be on the Rams. But yeah. All right, I'm gonna go draft Gus for now. Okay. Um, do we want to do three QBs? Oh, Leone had another QB he liked too. We can wait on QB. We can wait on QB. I think we should wait on QB. Okay. I yeah. also like Sony Michelle if we want another running back. Try to. Talk I prefer to James White a decent bit to Sony Michelle, but yeah, I kind of like James it? White too. I want to. If we have a, I want to get more fans. Kobe, you want to grab James White? Yeah, we're already saying they're going to throw more. I like it. What does James All White right. even do for this team? He's got sneaky upside in the on the full PPR stuff where I mean he could just catch so many dump offs. Yeah. We can be yeah. done at running back now, right? Too. I mean, I mean unless someone's super some excited. Zero RB like main event teams I was streaming Brandon Bolden last year. Like that role exists. It's a role in this offense, you know. They they just put Brandon Bolden into it. Bolden's gone now. White's back. Yeah, I White think- is back. He he's probably too cheap given that he's <laughs> I think when I brought up to Sean, concerned. he mentioned that that he's maybe not fully healthy and his contract structured such that they could cut him. So I, I think Sean was vaguely concerned that he might not actually wind up on the roster. Who, White? Yeah. Yeah. They do have a lot of backs. Well, if, if uh, no, that's fine if he gets cut, right? Uh, he's coming off injury. I mean, I, it's probably not good. I, well, I no, think, just because I, I mean that that gives us the correlation when he lands in KC. <laughs> Pat's on his galaxy yes. break correlations yes. tonight. Yes, he's just trying to bury CH. When he comes CH, when he comes CH, we're gonna be just imagine crazy. James White signing with KC and how and how petrified your your CH bags will be. I would go, be. Oh, no, okay. no, no. You know, you're not. You're not wrong. I mean. That's why I'm trying not to take him before where we took him. Like that, that's probably the spot where I'd take him. RB twenty five, where it's correlated. What is that? What are you holding up there, Leone? 
What is that, a ticket stub? Uh, a bookmark? I don't know. I bought these like, clutching of bookmarks. It was on my I, desk, I thought so. you had, uh, you know, it's like... Where's Pat that from? I, I feel like I had that. I saw yeah. CH and the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bookmark for every player you want to draft. <laughs> We're building oh, a wow, only got the top spot all of a sudden. You rotated this out. Yes. Yeah, no, so you had to go to him for the big, which means... Uh, if you're good, uh, if your takes are good, oh, 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 no, they weren't that bad. <laughs> Daniel Jones, well, I think Daniel Jones. If you're taking a quarterback late, he's by far my favorite one. I, I thought that's who you were you were touting. I like the yeah. Daniel Jones call. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy who runs with the correct coach. He's yeah. probably sucks, but if for some reason he doesn't. I mean, the like Matt Ryan's not going to crack the top ten in any scenario, right? Known to man, like the Giants it seem like a really fun team to play late. I mean, I'm not drafting. Dude, Galladay yet, goes late. Galladay's too late. Wandale's too Tony, late. Slayton goes undrafted. Tony, I think Tony is too late. Honestly, yeah, I do what too. If, I think. What if Dable's just a really good coach? Like, boom! Like that's huge. Oh, we I'm like not too. in the habit of drafting Tony, so I like always kind of miss when he's about to go or whatever but i no i, I kick myself for not dubs. getting enough dubs in the oh, chat shit. guys dubs in the chat throw them up pour one out do you like wandale yeah i mean i'm kind of drafting pieces of that offense like a little bit all over the place just depending on what the the cost ends up being Do you like Slayton at all? I feel like if, if something happens to Tony, I, Slayton is pretty nice. I, I probably need to look into that more. I, I have not drafted Slayton. We have him ranked well ahead of ADP, but that's because his ADP is like non-existent. We still have him right. kind of like outside of. Well, we've got actually we've got we've got Slayton ranked like not that far off Dubs, honestly. Um, I, I, he's totally I like free. I kind of you know I'm. I'm only doing it if I've got like Indy or something and I do a little little bring back thing or if I yeah. got Giants. The dubs one's difficult because I mean what's his draft capital is like what nothing. Probably I need to bump him a little bit though. At what point this summer are you going to give Justin Ross a real projection? Um I've drafted Justin Ross. All right. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I probably that that's that's I don't know. That situation's really tough because I think the most likely scenario is still that Justin Ross is, you know, a zero. Yeah, I do too, but it'd be fun if he wasn't. It would be. It would for sure be. It's also like he's someone that I mean, we give guys upside cases and we kind of weight the upside case and the base case, and it, it generally works out pretty well. Um, you know, even with rookies that might not have a lot of base volume, Ross is a little bit of an exception because his base case, like if you're doing the targets is like zero, <laughs> right? You know, you know, like unless you're just totally out on basically the other receiver, like it, it just doesn't really add up. Um, so it's hard. It, and that doesn't mean yeah. 
he can't i mean if he's good i mean he's supposed to be really talented if he's good and he's healthy it could definitely happen but that's why we have him like absolutely buried right now i've taken him on some casey denver stuff before though at the very very end he's almost like too sexy as a last resort pick you know like you're supposed to yeah he is about that round 18 pick and everyone's just like i fucking won the draft with justin ross as my 18th round pick <laughs> yeah see i mean because look at the look at the comments ross is healthy is immediately I mean, best wide receiver nick, on the chiefs nick's trying to get the hype trade i mean we just yeah. left the stratosphere we thought this the sky more stuff was out of control ross flipping sky after the preseason is within the realm of possibilities i mean i I don't disagree. I think I think Ross could flip. I mean, I I would imagine maybe he would be playing more of a downfield role, but he could like force his way on the field in uh in three wide receiver sets on the outside, maybe. He's talented. All right, so we have three more picks. We are at we still have our two t- tight end build, our two QB build. We are up to what? Two, four, five running backs. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers. We did not get any of the QBs to come back. Mac would have been. We did not. Yeah, I thought we were going to get Mac, but it didn't happen. There's still, there's still, uh, I mean, Goff and Mill, uh, as Goff goes. Um, I mean, the Detroit stuff's been growing on me. I did a like a Goff backdoor double with Velas Jones the other day, and it felt so good. <laughs> wow. Clip that. A, Clip that. <laughs> Clip that. In the moment, it felt good. There you go, Ross. I also, yeah. man, I keep taking Deontay Foreman so much. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't know what's wrong with his price here, but um, uh, Foreman seems like fine here. Yeah, like ideally would go. What, what's tight end look like? We should probably get a third tight end. Tight end: Mo Ali Cox, Uzoma, Bray, Janu, Troutman, Harrison Bryant. RSJ, someone named Greg, never heard of him. Plays for Denver. Um, I mean, we we should probably play for some correlation, huh? Just, uh, we got twenty seconds here. Anyone you want to do Foreman? As <laughs> yeah, Foreman, yeah, let's Foreman, see Foreman seems fine. We should probably be done at running back, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, honest to God, I would take Dulcich here, but did, I understand. Did Josh I do that Josh now. Palmer went definitely right. Yeah, yeah, he went. Um, oh, what about Van Jefferson? We're clicking down here. We're going to go on auto draft if you don't put a pick in. Oh, crap. We got Foreman. We got Foreman. Okay, good. All right. But are you I off auto draft? Yeah, I am. No, I thought I, it was snap pick it for us. Yeah, him, I did too. It, I thought it was going to snap pick it. It was going to snap pick Sammy Watkins for us, by the way. Oof. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Tolbert, is Tolbert there? <laughs> no. He went. I'm 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 that guy right well, I now. I can read Sammy Watkins, James Washington, Velas Jones, Pringle, Sterling Shepard, Duvernay, Amari Rogers, uh Terrace Marshall, Paris Campbell, Tyquan Thornton, Isaiah McKenzie, Cedric Wilson. Not great, huh? I mean, D- Davis Mills <laughs> is like the only interesting quarterback, tight end, Mo Ali Cox, Uzoma. I'd probably just take James Washington or something. At a certain point, I would take Sammy Watkins. I, I mean, I, I think Janu could be a third tight end, but I mean, if I we're no taking Janu, let's so. let's honestly take the correlation play, guys. Dulcich. I would take Dulcich yeah. over Janu, probably. Yeah, fine. We'll give him D's in the chat. 
Yeah, we'll take we'll take Dulcich. Um, he just let it tick down. I had him in the queue. <laughs> he didn't click. I the even button. put James Washington ahead of him for a half sec just to feel better. <laughs> All right, I know you guys can give me shit, but round nineteen, the nineteen twenty turn, would would you not take a correlated, potentially correlated Sammy Watkins? No, I have nothing against Sammy. No, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Glad we. <can> <laughs> Well, you guys have me on the defensive so much that like I have to. I feel like I need to caveat and preface everything hey. with like, what you guys might make fun of me, but <laughs> Pat, do you know what I just realized needs to happen? So you know, I I personally edited the Lavisca clip. I had I, our guy Zenon uh, edited the um, Sky Moore clip. But similar to how when I'm gone, you do the thumbnails. I think you should be in charge of making your own Dolchich. <laughs> highlight clip this is such I'm a good idea but also this is a great <laughs> idea this is such a good idea needs to be under 30 seconds which shouldn't be hard considering his body of work <laughs> no and... it's, it will be hard actually there's some good <laughs> clips out there long runs all his all his catches are for like 40 yards downfield so you have to figure out how to speed up the the fast forward i literally might have to speed up. <laughs> you might have to go to big peacock i don't care how you get it done but i would like to see a pat version of a greg Dolce so highlight what 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 editing software can you give me some tips or i just gotta I go out into the woods free... so we just did a clip contest dude, I we movie, did a dude. Lock clip contest on splash play and guys were using something called like video v-e-d video yeah <laughs> video it <laughs> How do you use Leody? How would you say video? Yeah, he's spelling video. It's not video. It's video. So you could use video, Pat. Video editing made simple. Great videos with a single click. Add subtitles, transcribe audio, and more. All right, send me the send me the music. And I'll go to BED.io. When Dulcich does something, it just says like "Wow" on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you make it like Batman. Pow! I'll have, it, I'll have it spin up with his fucking mustache. <laughs> Man, the end of this draft feels tough. I don't know if it's the room we're in or what. These these. Well, actually, I, I like actually no. That's the the, the Gus White Foreman's a pretty good tack on group to your running backs. It's like. One guy who has some standalone value and contingent in Gus, the, the boring pass catcher in White, and then like the pure ceiling handcuff in Foreman. And then what about the pick after that? Um, I mean, I I, I got nothing. <laughs> I feel like at that point, why not? I mean, the tight ends are so unlikely to matter that you are almost better off taking someone that has a little bit more uncertainty in their range. It is pretty I'm with. I do kind of think Janu's underrated, though. I think if we didn't take Dulcich, I think Janu would have made sense. Or like OJ Howard, I've kind of with complete bias talking about Howard's kind of like a Dulcichy pick to me too. Hmm. What about Trapper? Pretty... Isn't he a starter? That's yeah, a good point. That's interesting. Have won tournaments with a, a zero from Troutman is kind of the thesis of the play. He does nothing but is a <laughs> locker room guy for the rest of your team. Yeah. Exactly. What about RSJ too? Is he? Yeah. I like RSJ. Yeah. We yeah we do have. I guess I guess we have a yeah. 
Well, if one What's comes back, on I, would, I that... wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed. I'll tell you the giant stuff. I'm on weirdly on all these NFC East teams. I think there's a chance Philly throws a lot more than people think, and they could be if if it works, it could work really Philly? really well. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like they they uh, started the season super pass heavy. They set a record for the fewest rushing attempts by running backs, like in the in their franchise history. And that. To me, it feels more indicative of what they wanted to do. They just kind of fell into something that worked, and they pretty much had to stick with it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you can also tell like, yourself the, the narrative either way. But the comment uh, here, Jalen Hurts isn't good at throwing the ball, though. Uh, I would love to just like kind of bet against that general idea because it's like Rager obviously sucks. Right, he plays his way out of like out of a starting job in two seasons as a first round pick. Quez Watkins seems fine, but what was he with fourth or fifth round pick? And Better he's basically like Jefferson a deep threat. I wanted on the record. <laughs> um, and then Devontae Smith looks good, but he was a rookie last year, so like his number one target last year was basically a tight end. I mean, I think uh, Goddard led the team in yards per game. That's not a good situation for a quarterback to be in. So, I mean, he might be actually like – I understand he's not going to be the most accurate passer ever, but, like, he's he throws downfield and he can move and he can use that mobility to hit big plays. Like, it, not all these guys have to have the exact same skill set. Yeah. If we're going to take Sammy Watkins, why don't we just take Randall Cobb too? Gretch just did the defeatist. He's like, if we're just going to take shitty players, why don't we just keep taking shitty players? Just take them both. I mean, Randall Cobb's probably... Randall Cobb might be the safer version of Sammy Watkins. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to... He's probably not... He's not going to get caught. Dude, I'll be honest. There is a part of me that just thinks that... Sammy could like actually has some upside though. It's small, but I think it's there. <laughs> I mean, I Rogers can basically turn anyone into a functional fantasy player. Not Jeff Janis. He could have, if he wanted to, <laughs> he could have. Yeah. It's a matter of motivation. What about Nick he wanted, Westbrook? he wanted it to be Jay Kumaro or whatever. What about Nick Westbrook Akine? Seems like a guy that you have to project, right? I mean, how did you do with Tennessee? Uh, I gave so there's this up and coming player called Unlisted Wide Receiver, and <laughs> they they're looking like they're going to earn some volume this year. <laughs> <laughs> Leonie, I just raised up Traylon Burks like four spots in my mind. <laughs> We just gave Burks a bump because I think we we just overhauled kind of like our team level stuff because, God, we have to do this shit so early that sometimes it's just like bastardized put together after the Super Bowl, like some logical guessing and regression. And I went back and like redid the models and I started using year two out stuff too, like for the stable teams. That's actually adds a decent mm-hmm. bit of signal because, you know, you get teams like Kansas City that 
it's more likely to believe they're super pass heavy because they just do it every year. But right. I digress. I think Tennessee is going to end up throwing more than people realize because they're going to have to, basically. And there's All no right, one to so throw to except Trent. What do we want to do positionally here? We're done at running back. I assume we're done at tight end. So we're what? Quarterback, uh, wide receiver? Yeah, or wide receiver, wide receiver. I mean, I or we like could take Troutman or something. Like we could take a fourth could, tight end. Yeah. We didn't take an early tight end. We could still I mean, do Johnny. Yep. Yeah. We could do. What if we did like Sammy and uh, tight end? Yeah. 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 I like uh, Johnu. I think he could get used more than people think. And then if no, he's, he's gone, Johnu. No, he's he's the oh Sammy. Oh, Sammy, Sammy just went. Randall Cobb it is. Um, <laughs> I don't well, put Janu at the top. I got you. But like if Hen- something happens to Hunter, people were drafting Janu three rounds ahead of, four rounds ahead of Hunter Henry last year. I mean, it's not crazy to take Janu for absolutely free this year. My favorite wide receiver in a vacuum available right now is uh, Paris Campbell. Is Pringle there? Yeah. Yeah, Pringle's here. Wait, does that correlate? Why am I thinking that correlates? No, it doesn't correlate. I think we, we, no, it does with Komet. It, we have Komet. We have Komet. Um, Paris Campbell's probably my favorite in a vacuum, too. Probably Paris Campbell, Randall Cobb, or I can't. I like Campbell. I mean, Campbell might be talented. Okay, let's show where we've made a lot of beta moves. It's time to draft Paris Campbell over Randall Cobb. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm on board. Let's do it. it. All right, there she is. Roll the, the team is in the roll of the pair. The the, the last two picks felt like alpha plays. Oh, I mean, we just pure testosterone to finish this. John Johnny's an alpha play. You can't project him for shit. <laughs> uh, do you final remember squad. when he used to have those long runs? Imagine what Belichick's going to unleash now that Josh McDaniels is out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, now that Joe Judge is going to be running the offense. <laughs> um, all right, final team. Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson at quarterback, running backs, James White, Dalvin Cook, Deontay Foreman, James Conner, CEH, Gus Edwards, wide receivers, Campbell, Jacoby Myers, CeeDee Lamb, KJ Hamler, Gabe Davis, Mike Williams, Juju, Jamison Crowder, four tight ends, Johnu, Cole Komet, Greg, The Leg, Dolchich, and Irv Smith. Leone, how do we feel about this squad? I think it's a, it's a good squad, you know, especially the Juju pick. Like that type of upside yeah, just it. doesn't review come along. <laughs> oh, man. No, I got to save that for when it counts. We got to do that live in Vegas. <laughs> I was hoping you go beta play. Oh, we should have Pete announce the pick in Vegas, and then I'll just come in next to him and slam the table and go alpha play. <laughs> but I do think structurally that – one of these running backs should have been another wide receiver, like in that Gus Edwards range before the wide receivers got mega, mega terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, but I also, my recollection is that they were mega terrible. Yeah. They got, they just got more terrible. So it makes, yeah, like they were less terrible. But in in real time, I agree with you. Then in in hindsight, I'm like, well, (laughs) the, but with the two, you know, the two flex, two wide receiver, it's it doesn't hurt you as much. Dubs went after that point. I just pulled up the draft board. Uh, yeah, Visca, Marvin Jones. Those are the types of receivers we could have got. Yeah, 
I wonder if Thornton yeah. would have made sense as a play instead of Pring or instead of a Campbell. I mean, we definitely would have taken him if we were able to get Mac. If Mac had come right. back, then we would definitely yeah. have ended yeah. up funneled there. That would have been. I don't know. How do you guys wife. feel? It feels like you know. It does feel a little bit like a beta team. It feels kind of boring, but fine. It feels like Leone team, boring but fine. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like how we did it. If you guys, I believe I've been clear on that point. But I do like, I do really like Russ with some stacking partners. They're not they're not the stacking partners we would have picked if we had our choice from the beginning. But we got some stacking partners, and then we have KC coming back. I mean, that is that is fun. I'll say it since ninety one. This team fucking sucks. <laughs> we gotta sauce ourselves all, every now and then they can't all be yeah. Vega, Vegas smashes um, I don't know if you guys did pick up on that when Leone referenced it but all four of us are gonna be out in Vegas um, for FFPC and NFC draft weekend uh, I know I've been lagging on circulating the form um to get you guys in the loop about co-managing with us about some of our Vegas plans. So I will be doing that promptly, but guys, the summer drafting plans are coming together and uh, it's going to be a great summer. It is. Dude, I can't wait for Vegas. I can't Leone. I've never, I've never met you in the flesh. I feel like I know any of you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Dude, it does feel like I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in New York next weekend. Oh, uh that's awesome. I'll be around. I'm not here. You don't mean I'm this weekend. I'm going to be there with my son, so I won't be able to. I could really be you at a so speakeasy. We'll, so we'll get hammered. Yeah, I'll take you to the best speakeasies. Well, I'm staying with Dink. I'm going to be there Thursday night, I think, to Sunday. Awesome. Very nice. Leone, anything else? Uh, you're deep in the uh, in the spreadsheets over at etr you mentioned you had the pod out with buying for talking bbm3 strategy anything else on your radar yeah no mostly just grinding projections and rankings right now um they're in a good shape it's crazy how much earlier and earlier we we get a ton each year and uh how invested people are in early the one thing that's been difficult for me that's just like as an aside but people draft like 150 teams now so if we're way behind ADP on a guy like Russ Wilson, it like throws everybody's brain off because they're like, I'm not getting any Russ exposure. So people think like more portfolio based. And that's been a little bit of a challenge to try and get those ranks as that? actionable as possible. If you're drafting a fucking 150 teams, you're on your own to get your exposure straight. Like, come on, you're going to complain. You're, you're just like a robot drafting off these rankings that I'm not getting enough for the guys. I mean, get out of here. I was just saying, it's like a different, it's a little bit of a different world though, preparing like rankings for like, if you are going for that approach or if you're just doing a redraft and you're like, I want to draft what I think is the best team possible. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. That's been so much. Yeah, I mean, if you were doing a portfolio, like if you really wanted to avoid taking a lot of stands, you would just like load the ADP and then like tweak yeah. like four spots off the ADP at most or something, which right. doesn't seem like rankings that I would want to look at. I want to, I want to see what yeah. you actually think. I mean, I know you guys use ADP a little bit, but yeah, absolutely. So, but we've got we've got those going. Establish the edge. I'm trying to do one pod a week. Did the one with Bind Four? I think came out really well. Got one with Jack Miller. Talking about the running back dead zone, kind of exactly what we talked about in this draft, that it feels like there's some running backs that start to fall that feel a bit better than in years past. And there's 
the wide receivers don't feel quite as rich. So just kind of handling rounds three through six. We're going to have that next next week. Um, it also reminds me, I know I've referenced this on multiple shows, but my uh, big best ball video is finally going to come out tomorrow. Just put the finishing touches on that one, looking at week 17, specifically how and why to optimize for it. Have been working with Michael Dubner on that video. So very excited to drop that one tomorrow. Gretch, Crane, anything else here on your guys' end? I just uh, worked up a, another uh, update to my dynasty rankings, so I'll I'll get that up on uh, the site tomorrow um, for anyone who wants to check those out and uh, look for our draft guide, which we are going to be – we just got all the content in for early this week, so that'll be out soon. Sweet. Gretch, stealing uh, bananas. What else going on? Yeah, stealing bananas. Um, we just recorded three episodes the last couple of days. They're gonna, and then another one tomorrow for all the different positions. They're kind of long, but they're pretty in depth. We go through ADP and and talk about targets all throughout the draft. So we've done QBs and and running backs and tight ends so far. Doing receivers tomorrow. They've been really good. Uh, good to get you know Sean's thoughts on all of them all the way through, and uh, that would be the big thing that I would point people towards. Can I just say I was uh, I've listened to the intro of the first one of these and. Sean, like explaining kind of what the the like theme of this like series of podcasts is going to be is like the, you guys like talk through scenarios and like you know it's going to be kind of a scenario based drafting like preview. I'm like so excited to listen to these things, man. I was uh, I don't know I was, that they're I was bummed to have to turn it off for this. Is I uh, I don't know that they're going to live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, kind of, we're kind of just talking through the the different positions, but yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about. He went in on that a little bit, and I was like, I don't know if we're that prepared quite yet. This is like our first look at each of the positions, but I mean, I think now, they're, I, I think they're good. I'm just like I'm just grateful. Like looking back, I mean, getting to listen to you two, getting to listen to Sean uh, and call him on overtime, and just thinking like for a long time we didn't get any audio, Sean, like yeah. whatsoever. And now we're getting him all the time and it's awesome. Like I truly, every time I'm like, this is, it's so nice to be able to get his kind of real time uh, thoughts on stuff. Um, Sam's right, asking guys. if me and Leonie are going to do the projection shows again. We were just talking about that this week and I think probably right, Leon. Yeah, Plant. definitely. People liked it last year. I think it was a pretty good exercise. Yeah, uh, for sure. I remember the Cooper cop conversation in, in, you know, they didn't all go as well as the Cooper right. conversation. Um, but I do remember that one distinctly as like something we we talked through and felt like it helped a lot. So. All right, guys, I we're going to power this down. I know some of you guys want saucing. Look, the saucing on FFPC drafts is getting hard. We're all old men. Two hour plus show. We, we save the saucing for the shorter underdog streams. Uh, if you want me to sauce your roster in the ship chasing discord, tag me and I'll tell you what a piece of shit team you drafted. Um, <laughs> have a great week. He doesn't even need to see the roster. <laughs>